This is KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Welcome back, everybody, to the Border War Podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented always by 360 Vodka. My name is Jared Sutton. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how are we doing tonight? Doing well. Doing well. Good. You know, just more college basketball. We got a lot to talk about uh, uh, with the Tigers, and uh, I'm kind of excited because they've been rocking and rolling. So it's college basketball. Things are, you know, they're, tr- they're starting to figure some things out uh with lineups and uh it's just a fun time for college basketball right now fun time for college basketball we're uh we're six days from the uh the border border war in uh in lawrence and uh both both teams uh coming off some some good wins uh we'll we'll jump right in i think before we get to mizzou's win and we're recording this on monday so mizzou just beat wichita state at home uh on sunday and good, good home win. They also went on the road and won at Pitt. Probably a little bit of a better win. Um, Pitt's got a lot of good talent on their roster. Not taking anything away from Wichita State. Wichita State's a good team, but first year head coach and um, some some new pieces. I think they're still kind of getting adjusted. But in any case, Mizzou's won a couple games and started to play some good basketball. And I want to start tonight with Sean East. Uh, I think he deserves it. He uh, Coming off four 20-point games, he's had six this season for Mizzou. He's in an entirely different role this year, Jeff. Uh, was Came off the bench a lot last year. Was more of a facilitator, kind of a secondary scorer, but uh, could play on and off the ball with Nick Honor. Um, and he's been great. And it, this, whole, this new role it has just really shown his ability to score and give him credit. He's, he's shooting the ball so well from three this year. Uh, had another big game shooting the ball yesterday against Wichita State. Uh, but he is clearly, you know, they're, they're one of their best players. Nick Honor's been very good for Mizzou. But Sean East has really kind of carried the load in a entirely new role. And I give him credit because, you know, this was something the staff, you know, really saw in him uh, that going into this season uh, for him to just be elevated and take on more of a responsibility as a scorer. And he's living up to it so far. Yeah, he has. And, you know, kudos to him because – we, you know, even from last year from covering, you know, he had to play into that role last year and he was a role player and, you know, just kind of had to fit where he had to be fitted at. And, you know, at times you can see flashes, but it's still at the end of the day, he, uh, Sean had to fit in his role last year. And with guys leaving and now for him to be able to, you know, take that load and, you know, got to credit him for his leadership as well, too. He has these guys rallied around. He's taking, you know, putting, you know, the team on his back. And you got to respect that because this is a guy that's been with uh, been with this program in the transition uh, and being able to 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 get to where he's at now. I think that's remarkable. He's double he's doubled his his production, in my opinion, uh, doubled his scoring, uh, his sister up, rebounds, every category. If you look at from last year, it's up. And when you talk about that three point percentage, he's lights out for three point percentage. Uh this is a guy you definitely don't want to leave open right now because you shoot with such of a high, high, high percentage from three-point. But kudos to Sean. He's getting the guys rallied around. He's following what uh, Coach Gates wants in his system. And you got to be proud for this guy because he had to wait out. He had to sit out last year into a row, and now he's uh, embracing his new role and getting guys to, to play around And we'll see. I mean, I think that's something Mizzou fans are curious to see with Sean is she's 62% from three. 
Yeah, uh, that is a, a career start. Um, <laughs> you know, that's as hot as you can start shooting the ball. Uh, and it's on a, about two and a half attempts per game at three, three or four from three. He's been really efficient, just taking good shots. But, yeah, he shot 22% last year from three. Yeah. And his shot d- does look cleaned up. He, he, it's, it's more compact and it's, it's a little bit more fluid. It's, you know, it's not as, it's, I, I think, more repeatable in terms of his mechanics. And he looks more comfortable shooting off the bounce, shooting off the catch, uh, and, and really just finding, you know, the, the right shot. Yeah, taking really good ones last year. There was times where I think he he rushed a little bit. So um, it just looks like he's in a good place. And and we'll see, you know, kind of how the season goes along, um, you know, where he'll be. But through the first start of the season, he's been fantastic. Uh, and it's not just the three-point shooting either. I mean, he's been really good from the field, uh, showcasing his mid-range. He's got a nice mm-hmm. little floater. Um, and Jeff, you, you were a point guard, and I always like to, to pick your brain. Like, one thing about Sean is the ball's in his hands, and you know, within their offense, they allowed him to put it on the floor and just keep his dribble alive. You know, if, if he doesn't have anything, you know, work your way under the baseline, find kickout passes, just keep your dribble alive to see if you can make some plays off the bounce, both scoring it and passing it. You know, and at times I think Mizzou fans, you know, see some struggles offensively when the ball gets dribbled a lot, which I totally understand. But I think they're comfortable with Sean putting the ball on the floor uh, just because he doesn't really turn it over a whole lot. Um, he will have a few turnovers here and there, um, just off you know size and and length. And he sometimes you know guys can can jump passing lanes that he, he can you know miss a pass. But for the most part, he's been he's been great, um, just making decisions with the ball in his hands. And that's what you want as a as a point guard. And some point guards are at least shattered than others. You know, some point guards are to you know set the offense up, get the ball moving. Depends on what it is. Quick dribble tra- uh, pen- uh, dribble penetration and pitch. Uh, and then, you know, you have those unique, you know, Shawnees that's obviously in this boat. But, you know, like your Steve Nash. Steve Nash had the ball in his hands a lot. Uh, Rondos, the Chris Pauls. Uh, because when you have good playmakers and guys that can make plays, you want them with the ball because uh, he's not just getting the ball and going and looking for a shot every time. He's he's embracing that role and trying to find his teammates. And when things opens up, he's making the right play. So being able to have him to have the ball – He's making good decisions. They're on a roll. I wouldn't change anything right now. I agree. Another guy that's that's really jumping out is Caleb Grill. Um, what a good game yes. uh, for Mizzou, and it was good to see. He's been coming off the bench uh, a little bit more of late, and I think he's he looks comfortable uh, coming off the bench. Hit some big shots, yeah. uh, some timely threes uh, in the second half. Uh, one was big in that final four minute stretch uh, where Wichita State was right in the game, and, and Caleb hit a big three in the corner. Uh, but the rebounding for a guard uh, is really impressive. He had 10 rebounds, um, and Missouri got blasted on the glass. Uh, I think they were minus 16 on the glass against Wichita State. Uh, but Caleb Grill ends up with 10 rebounds, nine of those defensive. And, you know, he's a guy that goes and gets it, um, plays relentlessly hard, very, you know, the motor and the toughness and the physicality he's not afraid of. Um, and I, I, I appreciate his effort on that end of the floor. And he's, I've got up to a little bit of a slow start shooting the ball. I, I think he, you know, I think he, you, you've known Caleb Grill just his time at Iowa State and UNLV. Uh, he's been known to be a, a shooter, and he's, he's struggled a little bit, but he started to find a little bit more confidence. He was three of six from three yesterday, uh, really shot in rhythm, and uh, just looks like he's starting to get a little bit more of a feel offensively, but the, but the, the rebounding yeah. uh, has been consistent for the most part, and that's going to earn you minutes with, with Coach Gates. Yep, and just transitioning right off that, earning you minutes, rebounding, 
when when you can rebound the ball, you're going to find your way on the court. And excuse me, when you are rebounding the ball, you know you're going to get on the court because that's on the defensive end. Uh, so when you come on the offensive end, you're a little bit more re relaxed. When you have to perform just on the offensive end, that's kind of how you're getting your minutes. It can be a little bit more pressure. But when you take the pressure off trying to score and just make plays on the defensive end, especially with rebounding, that makes it so much easier on the offensive end. And I think Caleb's taking a, uh, advantage of that. Three for six from three, I think that's that's going to give him confidence moving forward. Although he did have a a, a slow start uh, in, of the season shooting the ball, anytime you can go 50% and above over three, I think that does nothing but kick your confidence up high. And when you can see the ball go in on top of production on the defensive end, I think it's just nothing but 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 ups for this guy. Uh, Caleb's a guy that he has to continue to do this for these guys to to be able to to have good chances against great teams because when he's rebounding, uh, that gives you a chance to get everybody tough in, ball in on the defensive side for rebounding. Got to be a tough guy to go get rebounds. That is him, and you can tell he embraces the defensive end, but when he knocks down those open shots, it just makes everything else easier for everyone else. And when guys are making shots, it's a lot easier uh, for the whole team to, to just function as a team. So Caleb has a big role, I think, moving forward. If he can keep this production up, I think the Missouri Tigers, they're going to continue to uh, be on an uptick. We will take a break. We'll be right back here on the Kansas City Sports Network. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Border War Podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We're presented by 360 Vodka. Jeff, we, we were talking about, you know, the Wichita State win for Missouri. Um, I always think, first of all, 75 is the magic number for Mizzou. Uh, when they score 75 under Coach Gates, they're winning games. Uh, they, they've been undefeated in Coach Gates's uh, year, not almost a year and a half of, of scoring the ball, scoring up at, at a high rate. And if they can score it, uh, usually that means they're forcing turnovers with their style of play. Uh, that was seen in the Wichita State game. They forced 18 turnovers. They got great production from their bench, 32 points from their bench, uh, which was great uh, to see guys come in and give them a lift off the bench, scoring the ball, um, which is something they need. We just touched on Caleb Grill coming off the bench. Um, but I, I, I look at it as, too, uh, Noah Carter is one of their better players, and he went one for nine. Uh, and Noah's not going to have a one for nine day all that often this year. Um, he, he's had a pretty good start to the season. So when you can win games and you can hit your mark scoring the ball 
and one of your best players doesn't play well, that's usually a good sign uh, of where you're at and how you're building. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I think that's just a credit to their, the, they, how they embrace, how they embrace the defensive, the end of when they're playing in the games, you know, 13 steals for a game. Uh, and you talk about Noah, he only had, he had, I say he only had like steals are that easy. He had three steals and, you know, for him not to be that active on the offensive end, uh, going one for six from three, shooting one for nine from the field. I think that counters all of that because when he can now put all of his energy on the defensive end, uh, it just makes it a lot easier. When guys are all guarding that way, it just makes it so much easier because when you guard, everything else comes easy on the offensive end. And that comes from all players. And when guys have bad nights, guys are always going to step up when they're guard. Yep. One of the things that you, you I, just looking ahead uh, as we pre- you know, pre- preview the Mizzou-Kansas matchup, uh, one of the things Missouri really is going to have to look at uh, in this game is, is rebounding. And not that they have to win the rebounding battle against Kansas, but if they want to have a chance, they got to kind of be in the ballpark. Um, if they're not forcing turnovers now, because in the Wichita State game, they're minus 16 on the glass. They gave up 17 rebounds to one player. Uh, and Hunter Dickinson's one of the best rebounders in the country. Uh, and you talk about, you know, the lack of size at times for Missouri uh, going into outfield house, you know, rebounding the ball, limiting teams to one shot. Every coach is going to tell you that that's, that's a big part of basketball yeah. is closing defensive possessions. You can't give an opposing team second chance opportunities. Um, but you look at the glass. Yeah, they, in the pit game, they were competitive on the glass, and I think that was a big reason why they were able to get that win. And they were pretty efficient on offense as well. And they put two halves together, similar to what they did against Wichita State at forty-one in the first half, forty-one in the second half. Uh, so that's good balance in terms of finding that offensive efficiency. And their defense to start games has been pretty good. And I think a lot of that is they're forcing pressure. Uh, they're putting man-to-man pressure, two-two-one pressure dropping back and and really trying to take away you know a team's ability to just take it right down their throat uh if you will so I, I think this game and against Kansas Dewan Harris is one of the best point guards in the country we know that uh Kevin McCuller is playing at an all-american level uh and is a pit bull and can do so many things to impact a basketball game and he shoot the ball really well uh this is a tough matchup for Missouri I don't think it's a great matchup for Missouri at all in terms of just the size factor, uh, the veteran play that Kansas brings. The one thing that I think is a positive for Missouri is their bench can score. Uh, they got guys that can come in and score it, um, and they've got some guys that can force some turnovers too. But um, a lot of factors going into this game uh, for Missouri to just be in it in a hostile environment on the road. Yeah, and you know one of the things that <clears throat> Missouri does a good job of Keeping track of the ball and value in the ball, not turning over the ball. That's obviously things that you definitely want to clean up, especially if you are coming against a team, Kansas. They only had nine turnovers against Wichita State. They kept the ball, you know, in in an area where they wanted to and got it most likely where they wanted to. If you can stay under 10 turnovers, I think that always gives you a shot at winning a game. And, you know, you talked about the offensive rebounds. You know, you clean up those offensive rebounds that, you know, anytime you get an offensive rebound, that that's a second chance opportunity, and uh, we don't. And, and and I'm saying we because any coach never wants to give up uh, second chance opportunities. You know, 
giving up defensive rebounds. If it's a defensive, you know, you give up 48 defensive rebounds, uh, uh, that means you're just missing shots, you know, but you don't you don't want to give up those offensive rebounds because that gives the the opposing team another possession. So you want to be able to, you know, close that box out, get that defensive rebound, and then be able to get into your transition uh, and then any other type of game that you want to run. So I think if they can clean those things up, keep those turnovers under under wraps and clean up those offensive rebounds, uh, you got you got yourself a game because yeah. they will bring the defensive pressure. I think that's what they have done. Uh, I think that's what their game plan will be to try to pressure. Um, but uh, if they can clean up those, those offensive rebounds and continue to keep those turnovers down, I think it's going to be a fun game. Yeah. I the, the the key to Missouri starting to shorten their rotations, and uh, you know, you're as a coach, you beginning of the year, you probably see a good amount of guys getting some time, and then you get in December, get towards Christmas, especially some of the bigger non-conference matchups. That rotation can start to shrink. Um, yeah. You can start to see, you know, who's going to be ironed out for for minutes. And um, I think it's interesting that there there are two freshmen that are really standing out right now. I think for Coach Gates, and um, that's Anthony Robinson and Jordan Butler. Uh, Anthony's a really good player uh, for a freshman. Really long, athletic, smart. Uh, when he gets in the game, he doesn't look afraid. Uh, he's not timid. Uh, he can be in passing lanes, defensive activities, very good. Um, and he's just kind of a, a Swiss Army knife right now for for Coach Gates. I think he could look for his offense a little bit more. Um, he's passed up some opportunities to score it, and I think he's you know more worried about doing his job and not making a mistake and I, I i appreciate that but he's a he is he is a talented kid and you know this is a game where he's going to be thrown right in the fire uh and i think that'll be interesting to see how he responds jordan butler too uh a true true seven footer he's gonna have to play because somebody's got to match up with the size of of hunter dickinson and uh connor vanover is coming off the bench had a good 16 minutes against wichita state he was three or four from the field hit a big three uh, got to the free throw line so let's see. To touch on the bench, I mean, those are the guys who have to come in and and give you know Missouri a spark. But I I look at Aiden Shaw and Tamar Bates, two of the best athletes on this roster, that they have to be good. I think, yeah. and I think Tamar with probably Kevin McCuller as his matchup, Aiden Shaw is going to have to be everywhere in terms of switchability with KJ Adams and how good KJ is as an athlete. You know, KJ is such a, a good four man because he's so athletic. And he's really developed that little mid-range, you know, floater. Uh, and he can get to the free throw line, too. So, uh, Tamar and, and Aiden, to me, in this game against Kansas, they have to be good because their athleticism needs to be on display. They, they yeah. have to match the athleticism of Kansas because it's their two best athletes, and they need to be a, a, impactful on the on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, and I'll, I'll you know, touch bases really quick on Shaw and uh, Aiden and, <clears throat> excuse me, Aiden and Tamar. You know, both of these guys, you know, being from, from Kansas City, growing yeah. up in this area, you know, I, I'm not sure how much. I mean, I'm sure when they were kids, you know, little kids, that Missouri Kansas rivalry was going on a little bit, and you know, obviously being where they're at now, they've embraced what that rivalry means, what that game means. They know how close it is to their home. You know, they're gonna have some some family up. They're gonna have some friends up. So I think for them to really lock into this game. Uh, I'm interested to see how they come out for that because those two should really be locked in. They have they have a big task, but this is they have a task that you know if they really lock in and can uh, find find a way to to stay in that lock in mode, they can find some ways to give uh, Kansas some fits because uh, they're they're two guys that are they have tremendous talent. 
his people in this area have seen him for a long time. So watching them, this game is going to be uh, something that I'm looking for because I think both of those two guys are going to be locked in, uh, just knowing the type of game it is, how close it is to their home. Um, and they know everyone's going to be watching. And excuse me, getting back to Anthony uh, Robinson, uh, I, I love his game as a freshman. And, and one of the things I do love with him is his how how active and how aggressive he is on the defensive end. He's he's always creating havoc on the defensive end. I know you said you'd like to see him uh, score a little bit more. You know how sometimes those freshmen are, uh, you know, they want to just make sure that they're sometimes not making that crazy mistake that might pull them out. But one of the things that he doesn't back down from is that defensive end. And I think this is a kid that uh, can use his pressure to help uh, get his offensive going. And, you you know, you mentioned Butler as well, too, seven-footers. That's going to be a good matchup for him. And, you know, good uh, chance to see where he's at going against uh, Hunter Dickinson. I think that's going to be a, a good matchup that he's, you know, probably had circled on his calendar as well, too. So, you know, if Missouri locks in um, from all levels, it's, it's going to be a game because when they get going on the defensive end and uh, with Sean East leading the – the 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 reign of this uh it's going to be fun to see uh what they can do if they can all lock it in because it's going to be a good game How, given that i was in allen Fieldhouse for for kansas against uconn on friday yeah. uh kansas kansas got after it defensively uh to start that game um and it was a heck of a game but and then two premier teams right now in college basketball the biggest thing for missouri is value in the ball you would touch on it i i do think kansas they they want Missouri to probably extend the dribble um, because to me that means that that they're so good guarding the ball. Dewan is so great on the ball. Um, they do not give you anything easy. And for Missouri, they're going to have to be you know make shots. Yes, but the ball movement and the quick decision making has to be there. Uh, you just can't fall in the trap of over dribbling. And it's easy to just kind of get deer in the headlights with number one the energy and the, the crowd noise and. Kansas loves that because they, they get after you defensively and then you become one-dimensional and you know you can really just get stagnant pretty quickly and Missouri's had issues with that the free throw shooting will be important too Missouri was really good at the free throw line each Wichita State they got to the line a lot uh, so they were attacking uh, and playing in transition uh, that's when we I, I know we touched on this so many times last year Jeff like that's Gates's style is push the ball like if you get a long shot, get out and run. And if you get a quick look in transition and it's Caleb Grill or it's Tamar or it's Noah Carter or Nick Honor and you have a good look, shoot the ball. Yeah. Um, you know, take those opportunities. because um, when you're on the road against a good defensive team, uh, you want to try to, you know, get get out and get get a easier opportunities for you. And that can be getting to the free throw line as well. So It'll be a good one. Uh, I'm looking forward to this matchup. We always look forward to Mizzou and Kansas. Uh, always a good one. Back in Allen Fieldhouse and back in Lawrence this year. Jeff will break it all down uh, after after Saturday. Looking forward to it and uh, looking forward to this matchup. Good luck uh, with everything this week for you guys. You bet. Thanks. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. 
inform KC Sports Network.